Hi, I'm Richard Randall, and welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. Barb, if someone's thinking of selling their home, what are some of the top things a home seller should not fix to prepare their home for sale? Should not fix. Yeah, I, it's an interesting question. And usually it's they're asking me what to do, but they're also coming up with some ideas. And that's why I wanted to talk about this topic that I think, okay, you're, you're just not going to get money out of doing that. Like uh, finishing a basement that's unfinished, it's just not going to work. Um, uh, I've had people suggest that, you know, their $10,000 tankless water heater means that the buyer is going to pay more for the house or that they replace the roof. Now, the, the way buyers view repairs basically is great. I don't have to fix it. Okay. Um, so a lot of times the home sellers look at the money that they put into a home and they say, well, I just put, you know, $6,000 for a furnace and an air conditioner. And I just you know, I replace the broken whatever, um, wouldn't a buyer pay more money because I did that? And it really depends on what your competition is. And that's part of what we do. We sit down and we discuss, kind of, we take a look at the home, we walk through it, we give you an idea on what to do, and what not to do to get the house ready for sale. And some of it depends on the price range of the home, the current market condition uh, conditions, and your current competition. Um, but it's really interesting. Like I had one house that was kind of languishing on the market. I thought they did a lot of work and we had to come down from the price that we were at initially because the market shifted. So they put work in it and the market shifted. So that's not a happy thing to have to lower the price after doing that. But the work that they did actually was repairs that would have had to have been done to make the home essentially move in ready. I'm not talking about full on remodel. I'm talking about if the flooring is destroyed, you know, it really has to be right redone. If the kitchen counters are broken, if there's peeling paint on the outside, if there's rotting wood. Um, yesterday I was walking around uh, with a seller and she had these little hail holes in the trim around the windows. I said, because you've got a VA buyer, that's probably going to get dinged on the appraisal. So let's patch those. That way he won't call it out. And it's just one less thing to do as we move further into the sales process. So that's, we have so much experience dealing with this stuff. We know what the appraisers in the most case are going to ask for. Um, and the inspection is an important part too. And that's why we include a pre-certified uh, home for our clients. We pre-inspect and pre-certified and they get started on those items. So it's just one less thing to deal with in the throes of moving, which is a huge project for almost anybody. So um, there are some people that want to go the complete as is strategy. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that you have to price it right when you do that. If you still try to get full market value and you've got, you know, uh, pet stained carpet and broken appliances and broken counter and peeling paint everywhere. What happens is the buyers just, the feedback that we get is, well, it needs too much work. Well, I don't have 
enough cash to update it, that kind of thing. Unless you really, really, really aggressively price a home. And we did that this year. We had one on the market in the spring. It was kind of fun. It was it was a 90s time warp in Monument. It had a beautiful lot with nice views and all that. But he basically, you know, bought this 80 homes, 80s home and did not remodel it. It still had the wood frame windows that needed work. There were lots of woodpecker holes on the outside. It had um, kind of neutral carpet, but old sculpted looking carpet. It had the 80s kitchen. Nothing was redone, but that was his selling strategy. He goes, I don't want to do any work. I'm offering it straight as is. So we picked a good price in order to create demand. We priced it low to leave some room on top so that a buyer that wanted to be in that neighborhood, uh, they could get the home at a low enough price that they could afford to do their own fix-ups. And so that's what we did, but we, we, I guess we went too far. I still thought the price was too high, but we ended up having over a hundred people at the one hour open house. I think it was 125 or something. And we had multiple, multiple offers, like 20 offers. And so it sold like it was a remodeled home. I remember that home because I remembered we talked about it the week before you showed us what that home was. And I remember thinking to myself, dang, I, I think I want to go up and look at that home. You, oh my gosh, you did a massive job on that home, but you've done that many times where you had just dozens and dozens and dozens of people show up for a one or two hour uh, open house. Yeah. So we knew it wasn't a pretty home. It wasn't an updated home. We cleared it out. We virtually staged it. We made it look good, but we priced it right and created demand. And that was key. So um, so how do you really know what to fix or what not to fix? I did some research to find out what do um, kind of the national studies indicate on what are the costs of doing some of these remodels and whether or not you'll actually get dollar for dollar every penny out. And most of the time, you do not. Typically, you might get half. If you get 75 to 80%, you're lucky. There are certain things that typically you will get the money out of. Typically, kitchens, baths, and flooring. Those are key. Windows are kind of eh, maybe not so much. So I went and looked at the NAR report, which was called Remodeling Impact. And the biggest bang for the buck, believe it or not, was for flooring. It was more than 100% return on your investment for flooring. And I have a lot of home sellers that will say, well, can't we just give them a, a credit for carpet? And I'm like, no, it doesn't work. They just, their offer will come in probably eight to 10 times um, more than what it would cost to replace that flooring. So you, you sell for more if you get that right. And you also don't get these silly lowball offers or no offers at all. Roofing, eh, you know, the insurance pays for it. So roofing is just kind of a wash for most people. Garage doors, um, that is definitely a cosmetic thing that buyers uh, are attracted to for sure. Windows, eh, only about 65%. It's good to know. It's good. Buyers look at it like, okay, that's great check that's done. It's something I don't have to do in the future. It's only if it looks bad, like the wood frame windows, where we'll kind of tell our buyers, hey, you're going to have to budget to replace those windows, but don't expect it. Um, little cosmetic flaws are not necessary. Some people say, hey, my paint, when they have neutral paint, 
um, needs to be redone because it has a few scratches and dings. And I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, also, what we see a lot is that uh, hardwood gets dinged up. The only time I would think about refinishing hardwood is if it has heavy traffic areas that really stands out in person and in pictures. And then a lot of times people think that they have to um, bring homes up to today's building code. And that's not necessarily the case. Homes are grandfathered in for those things. Um, also, uh, minor electrical may not necessarily be uh, required. Um, you want to leave at least one thing for the inspector to call out. Some people are so meticulous. They they fix everything. And one thing I learned from a fix and flip investor is really guy, great, smart remodeling guy. He goes, I always leave one thing for the inspector. That makes them feel good. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Human nature, um, though. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It gives the inspector validity to say, all right, I inspected the home and I found something. Yep. Um, and then the other thing is, um, if you have, of course, if you have any exposed wiring, what we see a lot on inspections that get tagged or if people ran like a, a extension cord to power their garage door opener, that's that's probably not professionally done. Or, or a little simple thing of outlet covers. You'll see these white outlet covers over the beige colored uh, plugs, right? And it jumps out at you when you're in the home. It actually looks like a lot of deferred maintenance and it costs money to have an electrician do that. Um, I, I was just in a house last weekend where to my surprise, the outlet cover was painted white, <laughs> which is terrible. And they were asking prime dollar for this home. And she's just... It was the whole picture. It was what I call a less than lipstick and rouge rehab. It just did not look good. Uh, driveway cracks. Um, I would address those with mud jacking if you can, only if it's a trip hazard. Otherwise, don't worry about it. Uh, I've had contractors tell me the only thing you can guarantee is concrete is going to crack. And there'll be some things that buyers cannot expect, you know, like uh, if it's an older home and it only has one or two of those GFCI circuits, ground fault circuit interrupter, um, those are little plugs that pop and they're supposed to be wherever there's water. Well, yes, that's today's building code, but it wasn't code when that house was built. So the buyers can't really expect it. Um, you don't necessarily have to go full on and replace your kitchen cabinets. Some people have been painting their cabinets because white's very on trend. Uh, and just doing counters and good appliances. Sometimes that's enough. Or making sure that your appliances are not mismatched. Like if you have a bis-colored stove and a stainless steel microwave and a white refrigerator, it just doesn't look good. If you can get some used appliances that will take care of that, that's great. Um, you don't necessarily have to fix minor paint flaws unless they jump out at you. I would take care of faux paint. That was really in style around 2000. And it has gone out of style for sure. Uh, also dramatic purples, uh, uh, turquoise, reds. Uh, I just had a client that had navy and yellow in her kitchen. I said, please paint this neutral. Please do it. It won't cost you very much money. <laughs> and that's what she did. And, and we got a great full price contract on her home. I had I had uh, one of my team members had a listing that had the this dramatic color like 
magenta in one room and turquoise in another. And it wasn't selling, wasn't selling. He, he finally called. He goes, what am I doing wrong, Barb? I said, let me look at the pictures. I'm like, well, the paint, the, that even though it's just an accent wall, it's one more thing that the buyer sees that they have to do this deferred maintenance. I would neutralize that. So as soon as he did that, boom, household. Um, a lot of buyers don't like popcorn ceiling. That's very unpopular. Um, but I don't know if I would do anything about it. It's not a huge deal. Exterior paint is important. Um, it affects your curb appeal. Uh, you just want to make sure there's no peeling paint or rotted trim. And that's part of what we do. We provide an in-home consultation on what to do and what not to do to get your house ready for sale, give you an idea on what your home will sell for, and let you know how much you put in your pocket when it sells, Richard. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Call her at 719-301-3900. And if you're in the car and you can't listen to the entire show, you can always catch Barb on her YouTube channel, Barb Schlinker, S-C-H-L-I-N-K-E-R. Watch it at your convenience. Barb, what are some other things that a home seller should not do to get their home ready for sale? Um, well, let's see. I would not replace window coverings or even add window coverings. In fact, what I would do, especially with the, the heavy drapey ones that were in style for a while, is just take them down and patch the holes in paint. Um, sometimes some buyers can't get past all the heaviness of these big, bold fabrics on the walls. They just can't get past it. So you really want to neutralize as much as possible. I talked about appliances. Um, and then, um, but the, but so, you know, the refrigerator and the washer and dryer are considered personal property. So if you're going to leave those with the buyer, it's a gift to them. Um, an appraiser only gives you $150 of value for it, yet they cost a lot more. Um, but I, I wouldn't, you know, replace them for sure. Cause it's a present for the buyer. Focus on the key rooms, curb appeal, backyard, living room, kitchen, master bathroom, and master bedroom. And we can provide you a checklist on what to do, how to declutter your home. Uh, if you want to give us a call at any time, we're happy to give you that. Just call us at 719-301-3900 or go to barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice. That is Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. The phone number is 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. A short break. When we come back, we'll be discussing pricing mistakes that can cost you thousands when you're selling your home, plus Barb's hot new listings. Stay tuned for that. 